Welcome to episode 20 of the Mindfulness Mosh Pit podcast. My name is Philippa Bennett and I'm a life coach for metalheads. Each episode I share with you the proven tips and tricks to transform your mindset from pain to positivity, to remove your motivation blocks and guide you towards a happier metalhead life. To find out more, follow me on Instagram at the Mindfulness Mosh Pit. And this week we're having a look at how to stick to actual plans once you've made them. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back and as I said in the intro this week we're going to be looking at making plans and how to actually stick to them once you've made those plans. Now we're already through the middle of September 2021, we're coming up for the final quarter of the year so if you've got anything in the pipeline you want to get done before the end of the year but you're feeling a little bit unmotivated, you're not quite sure how to get there well, you've got some plans and you're just not trusting yourself that you're actually going to get things done, then this podcast is really going to help you this week. And this has also come about by my own re-evaluation of what I've, what I've been doing over the summer months. And I found actually that I need to make some better planning for the coming quarter and also some better ways to focus on actually sticking to those plans for the coming months and weeks. So this is what we're going to go through today. We're going to go through a few things that you can do to actually help yourself to stick to the plans that you've made, because it's all very well writing it all down. It's all very well giving yourself things to do, task lists or um, diarising everything. It's all very well putting it in your calendar. But if you actually don't stick to it or you find yourself demotivated or overwhelmed, then you're not going to be getting anywhere. So let's have a look. The first thing to do is actually very easy and you probably say, okay, I do this every time anyway, but it is very important and that is to write things down. So if you have a project, if you have a plan or a goal that you want to get accomplished or to achieve in the coming weeks or months, write down that goal as an overview and then start looking at the steps you need to take in order to achieve that goal. That doesn't mean going through into detail about what to actually do, but just an overall sense of what you're gonna get accomplished by the end of whatever time period it is that you're looking at. Because by writing it down, and this has been shown in countless studies, that a well-documented plan is much more likely to, to succeed than one that hasn't been documented. So once you've got it documented, don't just put it out of sight and out of mind, put it up somewhere where you can see it every day to keep it in mind, to keep you motivated. The next thing to look at is actually to know when you're going to start your action steps. Because if you have a plan in mind, but you're a little bit vague on when you're gonna get things started or um, even your end date, so that's also something that you can actually keep in mind. But every project needs to, to grow and that needs things need to be implemented, action steps need to be taken. So by actually giving yourself a date of when you want to start certain steps of your plan, you're actually putting into action you're basically giving your brain something to do. You're giving your brain that, that instruction that I need to get something done by this date. So it's you're giving yourself a deadline in order to get things started. And by doing that, you can actually then, once you put all the steps into your project and you've, you've put all the steps in place of when you want to start each step, you can then actually work backwards to know um, how long you need to accomplish your, your project as well, because that's, that's a really good way of identifying how long you need to, to complete something, because 
I mean, I'm really guilty of this, that if I've got a project on, I say, right, I'm going to finish it by this date, and it tends to be a little bit unrealistic. So by actually putting in those start dates for each part of the project, you can then give yourself a much better, much less overwhelming um, project duration to get things, to get your plans done. So the next thing is to make your actions really be in line with your intentions. So if you've got a goal, um, you need to take action, obviously, to get towards that goal. And if your goal is over the next 90 days, so let's take, for the example, the, the coming um, final quarter of the year, you need to break down those goals that you've got for the next 90 days into smaller, manageable chunks. And then you can identify um, what needs to be broken down even further after that. So the further you break it down over the next 90 days, the easier it's going to be to complete those chunks. So you've got your 90 day overview, you can break that down into 30 days, 30 days, 30 days, allowing for Christmas, obviously, because we nobody wants to work over Christmas. <laughs> Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, it is a good time to have some time off. And then you can break it right down into to months, into weeks, and even down into days. Now, personally, I do not work weekends. That is one of my um, my rules, is I don't work on Saturday and I don't work on a Sunday. I have to have my weekend free. So you really, if, you're, if you've got a, a project that you need to get done, if you're planning that project, allow for your time off as well, allow for public holidays, allow for the fact that if there are other people involved, obviously you need to appreciate that perhaps they have kids and their kids are on half term or there is some kind of public holiday in between. Break it down into months or into the quarter, into months, into weeks and then down into days. And once you've got those more bite-sized chunks, you can really, really start to really set your intentions for each day as it comes and you will get things done much more efficiently. So the next thing to think about is your key dates. Now your key dates are very important because they should include the start dates as we've already mentioned but they should also include milestone dates. So if you've got some big part of your plans that you need to get done by a certain date, put that in your calendar, make sure it's there in the forefront of your mind, pay attention to it and don't disregard it because if you let those key dates slip by without really assessing them then your plans are just going to get further and further and further behind and you're going to be feeling much less and less motivated as you go along. The overwhelm will increase, the motivation will go down and your project end date, your project will just end up being much longer if you even finish it at all. Now, if you get to a key milestone and you find that actually you are behind on your project, it's time then to actually just reassess. Now, it doesn't matter if along the way you have to reassess and reset your timings because often things just get in the way and we don't you know life just happens so sometimes it does need a bit of a reassessment don't let the fact that you haven't hit your key date demotivate you just take that as a sign that it's time to reset your planning reset your goals reset your timing and use that sign that you haven't reached that key date just to reassess your project to reassess your planning and then start again from fresh from exactly where you are now, another really important thing to think about is actually accountability. 
Now, this is something that solopreneurs actually struggle with. I myself um, struggle with it because I don't have a team around me. I don't have a team of people helping me. I don't really have anyone to keep me accountable. And that accountability is really, really, really important because you've got somebody there just behind you kicking your ass saying, come on, have you done this? Come on, you need to get this done. I'm lucky that my partner is very involved in what I do. So he always gives me the kick up the bum that I need to get things done, which is good. But some people don't have that. So if you don't have that around you, find someone that you can that can keep you accountable. Now, if this is a big business project, then you're probably going to have business partners or people who are working with you who can keep you accountable for the tasks that you have to get done. If it's something slightly less um, businessy, kind of less entrepreneurial, if you've just got a project, let's say, for example, you want to get your lounge room renovated or painted or whatever it might be then just telling a friend, telling a relative, telling a neighbour, just someone that, so it keeps it in your mind that actually you've told someone you're going to do something and often that can be motivation enough to hold yourself accountable because let's face it, we all um, we all have an ego and if we've told someone we're gonna do something, more often than not, we actually stick to it because we like to keep up face and that can be very helpful when it comes to motivation and sticking to plans. So finally, and actually probably the most important is your mindset, because believing actually that you're going to achieve your plans, if you're actually going to achieve your goals and you're going to accomplish everything you want to accomplish is really a half the battle. And this actually ties in with being realistic, because quite often when we start out in something now I'm really really guilty of this and this is this is partly why this podcast has come together this week is actually because when I reevaluated what I had written down as my plans and my key um, key dates and milestones I'd actually written them down to be far too um, overwhelming far too involved than I was actually able to and that was because life happens so I'd broken down my project into days or into weeks and into days, but I'd given myself too much to do each day and it just wasn't realistic and my project fell behind. So because of having to reevaluate that, I now know that there's only a certain amount that I can get done in an afternoon as work because things just happen. And the things that could happen, and this kind of sounds, might sound a little bit sort of um, trivial or like maybe a little bit like an excuse, I don't know, but things like, for me this is, and I'm sure it happens for a lot of people who work from home, is the sun shining. And when the sun's shining, especially when you live in Northern Europe, you take advantage of it. So if the sun's shining and the weather's warm, I will quite often go and spend the afternoon outside on my bicycle because the sun doesn't shine that often <laughs> where I live. So that has to be taken advantage of. Other people, it might be, you know, your kids are sick and they're at home and they, you need to look after them. Or, you know, something happens in the afternoon, your, your hubby sets off the smoke detectors and that really breaks your concentration. Things just happen. Your car breaks down. Something happens with the kids. Something happens at work. Something happens at home. The sun's shining. You run out of baked beans. Whatever it might be that breaks your concentration, it just happens because it just does. Life really does just happen. So you need to be realistic with what you're going to get done each day. 
And that ties in with your mindset because if you allow yourself to be disheartened by the fact that you haven't accomplished the daily task that you set yourself for that day, you're much less likely to feel motivated the next day. So giving yourself a break is really, really important. So if the day doesn't go as planned, don't worry, just plan the next day accordingly. And this is a big, big tip that if you have anything to get done that's really important, turn off Facebook, turn off your phone, make sure you're not going to be disturbed for the, for however long it is that you need to dedicate time to focus on that activity and take regular breaks. Now, taking regular breaks, it's very um, subjective to each person. Now, the, the experts say in inverted commas that you should work for about 20 to 25 minutes and then take a 10 to 15 minute break. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't do that. I actually physically can't do that because if I stop after 20 to 25 minutes, my concentration is broken, my flow is broken, and it's actually much worse for me to do that. So I'm quite good with about 90 minutes to two hours, and then I can take a 15 to 20 minute break. But taking that break is absolutely key because if you don't, you lose the concentration, your blood sugar goes down, you get hungry, you get grumpy, you forget to drink. So it's absolutely essential that you take regular breaks. And that all helps with that mindset piece. Now, just one final thing to do with mindset is actually also to intend how your day is going to go, to intend how the tasks are going to, going to flow, basically. Now, if you enter into a task with a mindset of this is difficult, I'm not sure how I'm gonna get it done, um, it's gonna take a long time, I'm feeling a lot of resistance to this, then that task is going to be more difficult. But if you go into that task with an open mind, if you go into that task saying, I'm expecting this to flow efficiently, I'm expecting solutions to come to me well, I'm expecting a, a good outcome at the end, and you see yourself completing that task in the best way possible before you actually start, you're much, much more likely to actually get that done in an efficient and really accomplished way. And it might sound strange, it might sound like you're trying to predict the future, but it's all to do with your subconscious mind and your brain chemistry in that if you, if you set yourself up for a certain way of things turning out. If you tell your brain how things are going to go, then actually your brain corresponds to that and it actually works towards that really happening. And it's all to do with hormones and chemicals and quantum physics, if you want to get into the actual details of it. But it really, really do does work. So you're basically intending how something is going to turn out in a positive way. And that is really going to, it's going to propel you in, with your plans. It's going to propel your goals you're going to you're going to accomplish them much quicker you're going to accomplish them much more efficiently and you're going to feel good about getting things done so are you ready to get your plans in place and actually execute them if you are listen to this podcast again write down the tips and really start to implement them and get your stuff done because Sitting there stagnant and not getting anything done is going to make you feel demotivated, you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to feel like you're not really advancing anywhere towards your goals, let alone in life. So I'm going to take my own advice. 
I'm going to read through all that again. There is a blog post that goes with this um, podcast. If you would like to visit my website at www.themindfulnessmoshpit.com where you can read instead of listen if that's something that you prefer to do or you can follow me on Instagram and we can connect there. So I hope that's really helped this week. And if you have any feedback or you'd like to ask any questions or you need some any kind of advice with getting those goals done, getting those things accomplished, then please do reach out to me. So thanks for listening and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to support this podcast, please follow me on Instagram at the Mindfulness Mosh Pit. Thank you and see you again next week.